Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we're talking about season five, episode five, called Fallen Idols. So we start out with two dudes walking in a garage. (laughs) One says, all right, buddy, what's so important? You couldn't tell me over the phone. The other says, trust me, it's important. And he shows him a car with a cover over of it. A cover over it. Over (laughs) over it. Whatever. (laughs) There's a cover. It's on the bloody car. (laughs) The first dude says. bloody car. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey. Hey. (laughs) I did a thing and I didn't even mean to. Look at you. Okay. so proud. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. The first dude says, wait a minute. You're not telling me that this is. The other guy says, yep. The first dude says, you found it. The other guy pulls off the cover, and it's James Dean's car called Little Bastard. The first That's guy kind of a funny name for a car. It is. I still have to figure out a name for my car. I haven't. I've had it since June, and it's what? Oh no! You totally February, made a name, and I, I haven't named it yet. Name it Catch. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. name it Chupacabra. Okay, sorry. Catch a cobra. Catch a cobra. <laughs> Perfect. I feel like that's a little like too much of a mouthful, and if people ask me what the name of my car is, it's going to be too long of an explanation. <laughs> you know, like I just—if you name it Chupacabra, you can just call it Chupa for short, and that's adorable. Chupi. Yeah. Chupi. Chupi. People are gonna be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Be like, you know, the dancing goat stealer. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> that's all you have to say. <laughs> They'll stop asking questions real quick. They'll stop talking to me real quick. <laughs> I gotta come up with something better than that. Oh, I think that's a great name. I wish I'd named my car that. Okay, folks, I have a 2019 white Buick Encore. Mm-hmm. Like, look it up. Tell me what you think I should name it. And bonus points if it's like supernatural themed. Yeah, yeah. And like, doesn't have. Extra, extra bonus points if it's one of those that, like, clearly is a Supernatural reference, but, like, the people that are outside of the Supernatural reference, like, don't get it, but still think it's normal. Yeah. Okay. Huh. I gotta think about it for a while. Pudding. (laughs) Pudding. (laughs) They might think that's a Harley Quinn reference. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the problem. That's pudding, though. Oh, you're right. But, Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Gotta think about it. Okay. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Okay, so it's Little Bastard. The first guy says, whoa, you found it. Oh my God, are you sure? The other guy says, bin number's a match. The first guy says, how much did you pay? The other dude says, a lot. The first guy says, come on, how much? The other guy says, a lot. (laughs) I'm not going to repeat this number. Yeah, the first dude says, I'll bet. So the other dude gets behind the wheel and the first guy asks, you start her up yet? The other guy says, I've been waiting for you. So the first guy says, yeah, waiting to rub my nose in it, right? The other guy says, exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, he goes to turn the key, but the first guy says, whoa, wait, we need to record this for posterity's sake. <laughs> the other guy says, great idea. So the first guy goes inside the house, and the dude behind the wheel realizes that he can see his own breath. Mm-hmm, that's never a good sign. Nope. Then the car radio turns on. Inside the house, the first dude is messing with his video camera when he hears tires squealing and a crash. He yells, Cal? He goes into the garage, recording the whole t- the whole time. I wrote tire. The whole tire. <laughs> he recorded just the tire. Just the tire. He says, Cal, hey, you all right, man? I thought I heard something. You didn't start her up on me, did you? And then he sees that Cal's face is impaled on the windshield. And, like, peeled back, too. Oh, yeah. It's not even like his face got, like, 
divided. It's like it like hit and then like peeled his face up. Oh what? yeah, it was it was pretty graphic. Yeah, I liked it. I think they did a good job. I mean, with that. it was a good job, but it was gross. Yeah, it was gross. Um, I wrote, he's super dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, past, past dead. Past dead. Definitely mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. So we, then we get our opening title sequence. So we cut to nighttime. Sam and Dean are driving in baby. Sam says, so what's with this job? Dean says, dude suffers a head-on collision in a parked car. I say that's worth checking out. Sam says, yeah, definitely. Uh, but we got bigger problems, don't you think? Dean says, I'm sure the apocalypse will still be there when we get back. <laughs> also. <laughs> yeah. Sam says, right, yeah. But I mean, if the cult is really out there somewhere. Dean says, yeah, we've been looking for three weeks. We got bupkis. <laughs> that word just gets me every time. <laughs> bupkis. I don't know why. It, okay, I do know why. It sounds like butt kiss. <laughs> we've got butt kiss. And then oh, I'm geez. thinking about that episode of the IT crowd where... What's his name goes in for a massage and everything is great. And then at the end of the massage, the person massaging him kisses his butt. What? And it's a whole problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, okay. That's what Bup Kiss reminds me of is that episode. With First Roy. of all, why would you want to stick your face anywhere near somebody's butt who you don't know or <laughs> who you know? You know? Like, either one. I wouldn't want to stick my nose anywhere near anybody's no, butt. No, Because what happens if they fart? Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> pink eye. <laughs> pink eye happens. It's right there. It's primed. <laughs> and, like, I'm pretty sure that's not how pink eye gets spread. But still. <laughs> From Bupkis? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyways, okay. So Sam says, okay, but Dean, I mean, if we're gonna ice the devil, Dean says, this is what we're doing, okay? End of discussion. It's just that this is our first real case back at it together. You know, I think we ought to ease into it. Put the training wheels back on. Sam says, so you think I need training wheels? (laughs) Dean says, no, we, we need training wheels. You and me as a team, okay? Sam says, okay. Dean says, I mean, I really want this to be a fresh start, you know, for the both of us. Sam nods and says, okay. So we cut to Canton, Ohio. The boys are in the police station uh, showing off their FBI badges. Dean says, Agents Bonham and Copeland. The sheriff says, Rick Carnegie, good to know you. So you're here on account of Cal Hopkins' death. Afraid you came a long way for nothing. We already booked the guy that did it. Sam says, I'm sorry, who do you think did it? So we cut to the sheriff showing the boys the video recording that Cal's friend made. Uh, The sheriff says, Sicko taped his own handiwork. Sam says, I don't follow. The sheriff says, it was Jim, it was Jim, (laughs) it was Jim Grossman that killed Cal. Dean says, wait, what? The sheriff says, well, he was the only one on the scene for miles. Sam says, they were best friends. The sheriff says, most violent crimes are committed by someone close to the victim. When you just done pissed him off too much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dean says, and how exactly did Jim slam Cal into a windshield with all the force of an 80 mile per hour crash? The sheriff says, drugs maybe? Look, you know, this, uh, I don't know what that says. Sorcery. (laughs) Yeah, sorcery. Okay. You know, this ain't brain surgery, boys. Whatever it looks like, that's what it usually is. It's simple. Dean says, simple, right. Sam says, right. Um, If you don't mind, we'd like to speak to Grossman anyway. So we cut to Jim Grossman saying, I was in the house when it happened. I didn't even see it. Dean says, for argument's sake, say we believe you. Jim says, well, why would you? The cops didn't. Dean says, we're not your typical cops. (laughs) Sam says, please, just tell us what you saw. 
Jim says, it's not what I saw. It's it's what I heard. Tire squealing, glass breaking. It was the car that did it. I mean, I heard about the curse, but I just thought it was a load of crap. Dean says, curse? What do you mean curse? Jim says, the car, little bastard. Dean says, little bastard? As in the little bastard? (laughs) Sam says, wait, what's little bastard? Dean says, it's James Dean's car. It's the one he was killed in. Jim says, yeah, that's the one. Cal had been looking for it for years. I mean, hell, we both had, but he found it first. Dean says to Sam, oh, we are definitely checking this out. (laughs) So we cut to Sam and Dean looking at little bastard. Sam says, so what? This is like Christine? Dean says, no, Christine is fiction. This is real. Do you know what Christine is? Nope. Christine is a book. It's the name of a book written by Stephen King about a car. Of course, I don't remember the kind of car because I read this book when I was nine. (laughs) It's a car. (laughs) But it's a car that basically comes to life and fucks a lot of shit up. Okay. So, like a transformer. It kills people. It doesn't transform into anything. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, But it it kind of comes to life and it just kills people. So, yeah. Stephen King book. The more you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sam says, okay, enlighten me. Dean says, well, after James Dean died, his mechanic bought the wreckage and he fixed it up and it repaid him by falling on him. Then Tony McHenry was killed when it locked up in a racetrack, when it locked up on a racetrack. I mean, death follows this car around like exhaust. Nobody touches it and comes away in one piece. Then in 1970, it vanished off the back of a truck. Nobody's ever seen it since. I'm telling you, man, if this car is little bastard, I will bet you dollars to donuts it's what killed the guy. Um, I've never really understood that phrase. Dollars to donuts. I was just going to say that. Like, like, are you giving me an option? Like, if we make this bet, do you want dollars or donuts? <laughs> like, is that what it means? Like, dollars to donuts. So it's like, it's covering a scope of something, but mm-hmm. I don't know what. Yeah. Like, what can be measured in dollars and donuts other than dollars and donuts? Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. understand. I don't get it. Also, I know we're going to do our research on this later, and I, I'm sure this is mentioned, but I did just uh, listen to a podcast episode about Little Bastard, and mm. um, it's theorized that possibly it's hidden here in Snohomish County. We're not in Snohomish County right here, but yeah. but Snohomish <laughs> County is only 45 minutes away from right here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, could be. Yeah. Could be around. Never know. I heard that, it, or the this podcast said that it could be hidden behind a wall. In Snohamish. In Snohamish. 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 Yeah. But I just thought that was nice and vague. Hidden behind a wall. Yeah. Somewhere. Like, how would you... So Some somebody wall. bricked it in somewhere. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that's right? That's really what it is. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Sam says, so how do we find out? Dean says, well, Cal matched the VIN number, but the only real way to know is the engine number. Sam says, I'm guessing the engine number. Dean says... On the engine, yeah. <laughs> Sam says, you want me to do it? Dean says, no, no, I've got it. To the car, he says, okay, baby, I'm not going to hurt you, so don't hurt me. The car is jacked up. Uh, Dean rolls under it. It creaks and wobbles. Dean is scared, and Sam startles him by saying, need a flashlight? Mm-hmm. Dean says, no, don't do anything. Just go away. <laughs> Sam says, Just go away. Go away. <laughs> Sam says, oh, okay. Dean says, don't speak, all right? In fact, don't even look at her. She might not like it. (laughs) Dean does a pencil rubbing of the engine number and then hurriedly rolls back out. He hands the paper to Sam and says, find out who owned it, not just the last owner. You got to take it all the way back to 1955. Sam says, that's a lot of research. Dean says, well, I guess I just made your afternoon. 
<laughs> so we cut to Dean inside the Green Dragon Tavern. He says to the pretty bartender, so you want to be an actress, huh? That is so funny because I am actually an agent for William Morris Endeavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she takes his business card. I like that he just has this business card on him. Like, Okay, but really, like, he probably usually doesn't even use it for, like, any sort of research. It's like, this is you his see picking a up girl. chicks. Yeah, that's what he does. Is card. He has his little, like... Oh, here's my contact information. Yeah. Uh, that's a little skeezy, Dean. I mean, it totally is. <laughs> but also, he's pretty. <laughs> yes, he is pretty. Uh, so she takes his business card and says, wow. Dean says, you mind filling me up again? Hey, you're a star, all right? His phone rings, and it's Sam. Sam says, hey, it took me a while, but I traced all the years, all the cars, previous <laughs> owners. Dean asks, any of them die bloody? Sam says, nope. In fact, Dean, are you in a bar? <laughs> Dean says, no, I'm in a restaurant. The bartender says, here's your beer. Dean says, thanks. To Sammy says, that happens to have a bar. <laughs> Sam says, I've been working my ass off here. Dean says, hey, world's smallest violin, pal. I spent the afternoon up Christine's skirt. I needed a drink. Sam says, actually, you didn't. The car's first owner was a cardiologist in Philadelphia. Drove it till he died in 1972. Dean says, so you're saying... Sam says, that Porsche is not, nor has it ever been, James Dean's car. It's a fake little bastard. (laughs) Dean says, well then, what was it that killed the guy? Sam says, good question. So we cut to a man doing some paperwork in his study. A maid says, okay, Mr. Hill, I'm finished. He says, thank you, Consuela. Have a good night. She leaves. Then he can suddenly see his own breath. He hears some creaking noises. He turns around and says, oh my God, it's you. But you're dead. You're supposed to be dead. And it's Abe Lincoln. (laughs) <laughs> he growls at Mr. Hill, who backs away. It's a scary Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. Then Abe moves closer, quickly, like a spirit. He lifts up Mr. Hill by the neck. Then the camera turns to a framed document on the wall, and we hear a gunshot. Blood splatters onto the document. We cut to the sheriff giving orders to his men inside the room that Mr. Hill was killed in. Sam and Dean walk in. Dean says, I hear you got another weird one. The sheriff says, well, it's a little strange on the surface, I admit. But, you know, once you look at the facts... Sam says, William Hill died of a gunshot wound to the head. No gun, no gunpowder, no bullet. Dean says, nope, nothing strange about that. (laughs) The sheriff says, well, there's got to be a reasonable explanation. There always is. Dean says, well, what's your reasonable explanation? The sheriff says, professional killer. CIA, NSA, one of them trained assassins. Like in Michael Clayton. You're what? What? (sighs) Okay. Professional killers don't fish out the bullets and take it with them, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, as how do you know? know? <laughs> I don't know what they because do. Because I feel like it would leave more of a trace to try and, like, do surgery to oh, fish yeah, out to the get bullet, out the bullet. To, and then go yeah. versus just, like, yeah, I mean, okay, no. <laughs> just no. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I am no trained assassin. So yeah, I don't, I don't know any. So I don't know any. <laughs> maybe I know of. maybe I was gonna say maybe we do know one, and we just don't know it. <gasps> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you're welcome to look around, but but these guys don't leave fingerprints. Sam says, "Mind if we talk to the witness?" The sheriff says, "Oh, be my guest." She's not making any sense, and she's not making any sense in Spanish either. <laughs> so Sam and Dean go outside to talk to Consuela. They show her the FBI badges. Dean says, now you said you saw something in the professor's house. Right, something in the window? She starts She starts talking in Spanish. Sam sits next to her and starts speaking Spanish. Spanish Sammy now. <laughs> yes. Dean says, nice. Sam says, freshman Spanish. 
I took Spanish. Did you? Mm-hmm. I took it for two years in high school. Oh, God. I didn't retain. I, honestly, I learned how to say, can I go to the bathroom? And then I would not come back. <laughs> and that was my Spanish <laughs> class. Yeah. See, okay, so... Raquel's family is Colombian, so Mm -hmm. I took, which was kind of helpful for doing my homework, because I'd like, okay, I'd call her, like, I don't even know what this means. What does this mean? Yeah. Help me. But um, I didn't, I learned a decent amount in Spanish, but here's the thing, is in Spanish, like, yeah, you learn, like, random words and like how to tell time and all yeah. that sort of stuff but you don't really learn conversational Spanish mm-hmm. well at all and so like I know a fair amount of words but mm-hmm. I can't string them together like if somebody well I can't form the sentences myself because the grammar is just not there oh yeah yeah but if somebody is speaking Spanish to me slow enough mm-hmm. generally I can get at least a good chunk of it I mean I don't know about so much anymore but like because I used to hang out with Raquel and her family Mm -hmm. and you know her and her mom would speak Spanish to each other all the time so like I got to the point where like okay I can understand their version of Spanish mostly like I can't understand everything but I can like get the gist of what they're saying Mm -hmm. but they'd like ask me something and I couldn't respond in Spanish I'd have to like reply in English, you know, mm-hmm. like, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I think now anymore, if somebody were to speak Spanish to me and speak Spanish slowly enough, mm-hmm. I could probably, I say this probably lying also, but I could probably at least like understand enough to see, to like get what they were telling me. Yeah, I totally couldn't. I wish, I wish to God now I had because, hi, that would be so useful. Oh, yeah. But at the time, high school me didn't care. I learned how to say there's something moving in my pants also. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was going to be useful. (laughs) Because it's funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, next time you see Raquel, you should go up to her and be like, there's something moving in my pants. <laughs> and see what she says. She'd probably just be like, um, hello? You know, like, what? I, I can only imagine the look she would give me. I'll wait till she's had a couple drinks. Oh, no. Listen, <laughs> just go up to her and tell her that. Like, have that be the first thing you say to her the next time you see okay. her. Just go up to the, there's something moving in my pants. And she'll probably crack up and be like, you're insane. It's great. You okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So she talks some more. And Sam says, okay, tall man, very tall, with a long black coat and a beard and a tall hat. She talks more, and Dean says, you mean like a stovepipe hat? I've never heard of his hat being called a stovepipe hat before. Have you? I didn't know that was a style I've of hat. I've heard of it. It's oh, just like a, it. it's like a top hat, but like taller. Super tall. Okay. Um, uh, oh, yeah, you know, like Abraham Lincoln. She yeah. says, see, Abraham Lincoln killed Mr. Hill. So we cut to the boys in their motel room, both doing research on laptops. Dean says, whoa, here's a freeze frame from Jim, Jim Grossman's video. He shows Sam a reflection in the rims of the tires. Dean says, am I, am I crazy or does that look like James Dean? Sam says, that looks like James Dean. Dean says, so we got Abraham Lincoln and James Dean. Famous ghosts? Sam says, maybe. Dean says, well, that's just silly. <laughs> Sam says, no, actually, there's a ton of lore on famous ghosts. More than the, you know, not famous kinds. I'm actually surprised we haven't run into one before. Dean says, yeah, but now we got two of them, two extremely pissed off ghosts. Sam says, who are apparently ganking their fans. 
Dean says, what do you mean? Sam says, Professor Hill was a Civil War vet. He dug Lincoln. Dean says, and Cal must have been a James Dean freak. He spent 17 years of his life tracking down the guy's car. It's a lot of time for a car. Oh, my God. It's way too long. <laughs> so you're saying that we've got two super famous, super pissed off ghosts killing their super fans. Sam says, that's what it looks like. Dean says, well, that is muchos loco. <laughs> Sam says, muy, not muchos. Dean says, yeah, well, the big question is, what the hell are they doing here? Sam says, yeah, ghosts usually haunt the places they lived. I mean, I get Abraham Lincoln at the White House, Dean says, and James Dean at a racetrack, but what the hell are they doing in Canton? Sometime later, Sam is still doing research. He says, you gotta be kidding me. Dean says, what? And goes to look at Sam's computer. Dean says, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so we can't. We cut to the Canton Wax Museum. The boys are there. They pass by Lincoln and some other presidents. Gandhi is there. Dean says, dude, he's short. Sam says, hey, Gandhi was a great man. Dean says, yeah, for a smurf. <laughs> a man comes down some stairs and says, sorry to keep you waiting. This is our busiest time of the year. Dean looks around. There's no one else there. <laughs> Dean says, this is busy. The man says, well, not right now, but it's early. Dean says, it's 4.30. The man says, so what can I do for you? Sam says, we are writing a piece for Travel Magazine. Dean says, yeah, on how non-sucky wax museums are. The man says, that's fantastic. A little press. Just what we need. Sam says, great. Well, we're interested in a few of your exhibits, specifically Abraham Lincoln and James Dean. The man says, two of our most popular displays. Sam says, oh, yeah? So they bring in a lot of visitors? The man says, we have our regulars. Dean says, oh, could you imagine being a regular at a wax museum? That seems weird. Like I've been to a wax museum once. I think I went to Madame Tussauds in Vegas, actually. Oh, yeah. And that was pretty funny. I think I think that's the one that I went to, but I was like 14. I oh, vaguely okay. remember being around a wax figure or two at one point, but mm-hmm. I don't remember like who it was of or anything like that. Okay. I just remember like thinking, "No, oh, that looks pretty realistic." You yeah. Know, like, and that was it. Like that's all. Yeah. That's all she wrote. Like I don't remember anything other than yeah, that. Yeah, me and Andrea and Kelly went and it was super funny. Yeah. Cuz they had them kind of posed so that you could stand with them in mm-hmm. the pose and then someone take pictures of you. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was kind of more interactive like that. Yeah. My only other experiences is watching of course the horror movies. Oh. Yeah, and those are yeah. a lot of fun. I haven't. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a couple really old ones that, of course, I can't remember the name of, um, that are worth it for a good laugh. Oh, okay. Like you accidentally like fall into the display and it becomes real. Oh, you know? so yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Dean says, "I don't suppose that William Hill and Cal Hopkins were your regulars, were they?" The man says, "As a matter of fact, they were. I heard what happened to them. That's just tragic. Just tragic." Well, that's not going to be in the article, is it? Sam says, "No, no, of course not." Dean says, you know, I got to tell you, that Lincoln is so lifelike. I mean, you know, you can just imagine him moving around. You ever see anything like that? <laughs> the man says, um, no. Okay, excuse you. <laughs> Sam says, well, is there anything you can think of that would make your museum unusual? You know, for the article. The man says, well, I'll say, there isn't another place like us. Not anywhere. For one, that's Honest Abe's real hat. Dean says, Almost like his remains. Mm-hmm. The man says, ugh, I guess. Not you. <laughs> Sam says, you wouldn't happen to have any of James Dean's personal effects, would you? The employee says, yeah, got his keychain. We got a bunch of stuff. We got Gandhi's bifocals, FDR's iron lung, this, and he holds open his jacket. Sam asks, and who did that belong to? The man says, the Fonz, season two through four. 
Sam says, wow, that is really cool-ish. Good thing Winkler's still around. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The man says, oh, this? This is nothing. I've been working on a new collection of figures, stuff that'll really wow the kids. Dean says, the kids? The man says, yeah, Gen Y, computer games, cell phones, sexting, they're just fads. I'm going to wake ma- wax museums hip again. I'm pretty sure technology isn't just a fad. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whether we wish it to be or not is, you know, yeah, whatever. But So we cut to nighttime. Sam is ammoing up from baby's trunk. <laughs> I know, there's a lot of creaking going on upstairs. I wasn't sure. I thought maybe someone was coming down. Oh. But who knows? I can't I mean, I trust. Anything. I can't trust what my my ears lately. <laughs> <laughs> so I am uh, weaning off of a medication, and it is giving me auditory hallucinations. <laughs> and shit's just weird right now. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. I don't envy you. <laughs> it's super weird, and it's always like it's it's mostly been house noises, like yeah. when it was just me and Killian. So I keep thinking that someone else is in the house with us. And, yeah, like running around to check all the all the hiding places <laughs> hidey holes yeah it's been great Yay. Uh, yeah okay so um sam goes back into the motel room dean is on the phone telling bobby about the case dean says yeah abraham lincoln and james dean can you believe that why so kill crazy maybe the apocalypse has got them all hot and bothered yeah well we all know whose fault that is yeah i'm keeping an eye on him sam shuts the door loudly dean says i'll call you later bye sam says what's going on Dean says, did you get the trunk packed up? Sam says, yeah, the trunk's packed. Who was that on the phone? Dean says, Bobby. Sam says, and? Dean says, nothing. (laughs) Sam says, so we're just going to pretend I didn't hear what I just heard? Dean says, pretend or don't pretend. Whatever floats your boat. Sam says, this is supposed to be a fresh start, Dean. Dean says, well, this is about as fresh as it gets. Now we going or not? So we cut to inside the wax museum. Dean grabs Abe's hat while while Sam finds a metal trash can. Dean puts on the hat and says, check it out. Four score and seven years ago, I had a funny hat. So clever. I know. (laughs) I can't have any fun with this. Sam says, let's just torch the objects. Torch the ghosts and get out of here, okay? Dean says, I'll go grab East of Eden's keychain. And he walks into another room. Sam gets all up in Lincoln's face, looking for some signs of life, when the doors (laughs) to the other room slam shut. Sam yells, Dean! And he tries to open the doors, but they don't budge. Then Sam can see his own breath. He turns to face the wax figures. Suddenly, his gun is thrown from his hands by an invisible force. Then he is attacked by Gandhi. (laughs) (laughs) Who looks like a tiny little squirrel trying to climb a tree. (laughs) He totally does. (laughs) He's, like, crouched down and, like, Like, moving all quick. Creepy. Like, he kind of looks like something from, like, a horror film. Yeah, he does. Just kind of, like, crawling around all weird, you know? Ew, I don't like any of it. (laughs) So they fight. Then Dean busts into the room and says, is that Gandhi? Dude, he's squirrely. Gandhi is up on Sam's back with Sam in a a headlight. Oh, no. It is like that. It is like that. Sam says, get the glasses. Dean grabs the glasses off of the wax figure and puts them in the trash can. He lights them on fire and Gandhi disappears. Dean says, you couldn't have been a fan of someone cool? Really? Gandhi? (laughs) So we cut to the morning. The boys are packing up their motel room. Dean says, you ready to blow this joint? Sam says, Dean, didn't it strike you as strange the way Gandhi just vanished? Dean says, strange how? Sam says, no screaming, no big flame out? I mean, this isn't the way ghosts usually go. Dean says, still, I torched, he vanished. Sam says, yeah, but also, I feel like he was 
trying to take a bite out of me. Yeah, like he was hungry. <laughs> but the thing is, Gandhi, or the real Gandhi, he was a... Dean says, a what? Spit it out. Sam says, he was a fruitarian. Dean laughs and says, let me get this straight. Your ultimate hero was not only a short man in diapers, but he was also a fruitarian? <laughs> Sam says, that's not the point. Dean says, that is good. Even for you, that is good. Sam says, look, I'm just saying, I'm not so sure this thing is over. Dean says, it was a ghost. It was a weirdly supercharged fruitarian ghost, but it was still a ghost. Now let's go. Sam says, so first you dragged me into town, and now you're dragging me back out? Dean says, you ain't steering this boat. Let's go. Chop, chop. Sam says, you know, this isn't going to work. Dean says, what is it? Sam says, us, you, me, together. I thought it could, but it can't. Dean says, you're the one who wanted back in. Sam says, and you're the one who called me back in. Dean says, I still think we got some trust building to do. Sam says, how long am I having to be... How long am I going to be on double secret probation? <laughs> Dean says, until I say so. Sam says, look, I know what I did, what I've done, and I am trying to climb out of that hole. I am, but you're not making it any easier. Dean says, so what? Am I supposed to just let you go off the hook? Sam says, no, you can think whatever you want. I deserve it, and worse. Hell, you'll never punish me as much as I punish myself. But the point is, if we're going to be a team, you and I, it has to be a two-way street. Dean says, so we just go back to the way, we're, the way we were before? Sam says, no, because we were never that way before. Before didn't work. How do you think we got here? Dean says, what's that supposed to mean? Sam says, Dean, one of the reasons I went off with Ruby was to get away from you. It made me feel strong, like I wasn't your kid brother. Dean says, are you saying this is my fault? Sam says, no, it's my fault. All I'm saying is that if we're going to do this, we have to do it different. We can't just fall into the same rut. Dean says, what do you want me to do? Sam says, you're going to have to let me grow up for starters. Dean's phone rings and he answers. When he hangs up, he says to Sam, I guess you are right about this not being over. They go to the police station and ask the sheriff what happened. The sheriff says, I, uh, I don't know. And he motions to two girls in an interview room. Sam and Dean go into the room. Dean says, excuse us, girls. Hi, we're with the FBI. Sam says, can you tell us what happened? One of the teenagers says, it was horrible. The other says, way horrible. Sam says, what was horrible? The first girl says, I thought she'd be nice. The other says, I still can't believe it. Dean says, believe what? The first teen says, she took Danielle. Dean says, who? Sam says, it's okay, you're safe. Just tell us, who took your friend? One of the girls says, it was Paris Hilton. Sam says, sorry? The girl says, she looked really good, though. The other girl says, skinny. The other, like, she's terrifying. Also, uh, she's pretty. Yeah. The other says, skinny and fast. <laughs> Sam says, where did they go? One girl says, we don't know. The other says, they just vanished. Dean says, would you excuse us for a minute? They walk, like, only two feet away to talk privately. Dean says, Paris Hilton's not dead as far as we know, right? Sam says, pretty sure, no. Dean says, which means it's not. Sam says, ghost, no. Dean says, so either Paris Hilton is a homicidal maniac or <laughs> Sam says, or we missed something. Dean says, what do you want to do? So we cut to Sam dressed in scrubs in the morgue. I just need to take a, a drink of water real quick. <laughs> it's just the scrubs are too much to handle. <laughs> oh, suddenly my throat got dry. <laughs> 
It's like got a little flush. Sammy and Scrubs. It's like when I when you when I told you earlier I hadn't heard whatever song that was and you like automatically just kind of <laughs> oh yeah, gas literally came out of my throat. <laughs> just oh reject. What everything. was it? Oh, it was Crash by Dave the Dave Matthews Band. Oh yeah, oh, I was like Dave. I don't know that song and you just kind of went <laughs> <laughs> It was automatic. <laughs> that was the first song I ever loved by the Dave Matthews Band. I don't, you know, I've heard of the band, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I know like any of their music. I was like a super fan for a good long time. Yeah. And uh, I'd go to to the concert at the Gorge every year. They'd play three nights in a row and yeah. over Labor Day, so it's called Labor Dave. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I'd go with my cousin and a bunch of friends. We'd have so much fun. It would be like our big camping trip of the year. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of my cousin's friends and a bunch of my friends. We'd all go. Oh, good times. I've never been to the Gorge. How? I've driven by it a lot of times, going to, like, Spokane and Idaho. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm going to be totally honest. I am never going to the Gorge again unless I have seats. (laughs) Because otherwise you're sitting on that big hill in general admission, and that's fine. Yeah. But there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. Drunk people, usually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have to go to the bathroom. It's impossible to find your friends again Yeah. after that. You have to, like bring who you care about with you to the bathroom <laughs> and, and be content and be content that you might not find your group again yeah 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 it's a whole thing i mean there's things that you can do now with like <clears throat> google maps and stuff where oh, you sure. can like drop a pin and be like here's where i am and then it'll take you back to it mm-hmm. so I yeah mean, yeah that's but true. assuming that you have any service out in the middle of nowhere oh Washington, i don't you know? remember having service at there i don't think we do yeah I mean, it might be better now. Yeah, oh, sure. But I don't know. When was it the last time you went? God, it's been a long time. The last time I went was to see the Dave Matthews Band, and it was with Eric and my cousin. And she had just broken up with Cameron, like, within the last year, and he was going to be there with his new girlfriend, who is now his wife and baby mama. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was going to be there, and his best friend, Max was going to be there too and so andrea was very nervous to run into cameron yeah because she felt friendly towards them she mm-hmm. didn't want it to be weird or anything but she yeah. was nervous about it so she drank a lot before <laughs> before they yeah. let us into the into the venue so because uh-huh. it's just like a field of cars yeah and you mm-hmm. everyone pre-funks in that field so she yeah. drank a lot we all drink a lot <laughs> and she went in there and um she said hi to Cameron and his girlfriend, and that was totally fine. And then she was hugging Max, Cameron's best friend, mm-hmm. and she started to throw up. Oh, no! Oh, no! And I oh. and he was holding her, and he looked at me all big-eyed, like, and I said, oh. I said, don't you fucking let go of my cousin. I will clean you off. You do not let go of my cousin. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Just like, I guess I'm going to get puked on today. Yeah. And then we had to take her to the drunk tent. Oh. And we, and we spent the whole concert in there, and we had a blast. It was me and I, I think, it, yeah, it was me and Eric and Andrea. Yeah. And there was this guy totally passed out on the next cot, and he had one of those, um, you know, those puke bags mm-hmm. that look like giant blue condoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, I have one of those. Oh, my, yeah. my aunt gave it to me in my uh, emergency kit leaving for college. Oh, yeah. She was like, she got super excited. She's like, you can measure your vomit. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so that way you know how dehydrated you are or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I was just like, um. Thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah. This guy in the in the other cot passed out. He had it this puke bag on his head that so looked like he was wearing a, like a, a little hat. It was so funny. It was actually a good time. We had a good time. Oh, 
Uh, Even though my cousin couldn't walk, she was still having a good time with us. So I mean, you know, mm-hmm. that, that sounds like fun. I, mean, I don't think I the puking. Yeah, I don't think I saw any of that concert. I think we spent it all in the drunk tent <laughs> with my cousin, and it was fine. Well, as long as you can hear it. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, because how far away are you going to be anyway? So you're probably not going to be able to see anything. Oh yeah. Well, so. they do have the big screens, oh, okay. so that you can see that. But yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah. One so. time I did have seats for Dave Matthews, and uh-huh. it was Cameron had uh-huh. gotten seats, uh, two of them, and he wanted to bring my cousin, of course, because they were dating at the time, but she didn't want to. She wanted to be with her friends, so he was like, uh-huh. Lynn, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah. yes, I want to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, because those seats were like hundreds of dollars, yeah. you know? Oh, it was really fun. Yeah. We had a good time. That sounds like fun. Anyways, I don't know why we're talking about this. Why are we talking about this? Mm, I don't remember. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So Sammy's in scrubs (laughs) in the morgue. He cuts open Cal's abdomen and shoves his hand inside. He says, Woo, that's ripe. Okay. And like, there wouldn't be, when he pulls his hand out, like, there wouldn't be that much blood Mm -hmm. on a dead person. Okay. Like, it wouldn't be that gooey, I don't think. Oh, I have no idea. I could be wrong. But like, usually, they're not like, bleeding anymore you know yeah. because nothing's pumping so like right. the f- i don't know it just seemed like a little too gooey for i'm not sure i'm, I'm not, not sure how that whole thing works yeah i don't know how much goo would still be there <laughs> like obviously the you know the all the blood that was in the system is still there mm-hmm. but like doesn't it, you would think it would like coagulate it wouldn't be still so like drippy, <laughs> yeah, drippy. yeah i'm not sure i don't know, I don't know. <sighs> Um, he pulls out a big round thing out of his abdomen. We cut to outside. Sam joins Dean and says, I can't believe I missed it. I went back over the other two Vicks. There was blood loss. Major. Dean says, yeah, well, being a gory smear will do that to you. <laughs> Sam says, no, I mean, more blood loss than a car crash or a head wound should cause. Almost like, Dean says, something's feeding. <laughs> Sam says, yeah. Dean says, awesome. Sam says, uh, then there were these. And he shows Dean the round objects. Dean says, what are those, seeds? Sam says, yeah, they were in both fixed bellies. Dean says, I hope you washed your hands. Sam says, they're unlike any other seed I've ever seen before, Dean. Dean says, wow, just when I thought you couldn't get any geekier. (laughs) We cut to Sam doing some computer research in their motel room. Sam says, Yahtzee, these seeds aren't from around here. In fact, they're not from any tree or plant in the country. Dean says, where are they from? Sam says, Eastern Europe, from a forest in the Balkans, which is not even there anymore. It was chopped down like 30 years ago. Local legend has it that the forest was guarded by a pagan god whose name was Leshi, a mischievous god, could take on infinite forms. Dean says, and let me guess, he liked to munch on his fans. (laughs) Sam says, yep, and reads out loud, could be appeased only with the blood from his worshippers. It would drain them, then stuff their stomachs with the seeds. Dean asks, how's he doing it? What, he touches James Dean's keychain and then morphs into James Dean? Sam says, hmm, that's as good a, get, good a guess as any. Dean says, yeah, well, whatever. How do we kill him? Sam says, it says here to chop off his head with an iron axe. Dean says, all right, let's go gank ourselves a Paris Hilton. <laughs> we cut to the wax museum. They're walking around with flashlights and an axe. Sam finds a door with signs that say, close for renovations. Danger, do not enter. So they go into the room, and there's a lot of trees and plants everywhere. Then they find the missing teenage girl tied to a tree. Sam rushes over to her, and Dean says, she alive? Sam checks her pulse and says, yeah, barely. Then Dean's axe flies out of his hand and into a wall. Then Paris Hilton is there. (laughs) She starts kicking Dean's ass. 
He falls to the ground, and Sam tries to fight her, but she throws him into a pillar, which knocks him out. Of course, Sam gets knocked out. He's always getting knocked out. God. Like, homie, stay awake every once in a while. I know. Like, I mean, Jeez. okay, here's the thing. is like, Dean is pretty good about, like, keeping things under control as far as, like, the fights go. But, mm-hmm. like, imagine how much faster they would go if Sam wasn't knocked out <laughs> for 90% know. of the time. You know, like, come it's on. It's true. It's totally true. <laughs> I feel like it happens less and less. Yeah. Because I remember, like, in the first couple seasons being surprised by how much Sam was knocked out. Yeah. Like, I wasn't used to it anymore. Yeah. Oh, we've so. talked about it before, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have. But, like, yeah, the seasons now, I mean, he still gets knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Dean does, but, too. Yeah. But I think it's, like, more equal. Yeah. Still heavier on the Sam side. I think so, too. But I just don't think it happens quite as frequently. We should have started a tally on how many times Sam got knocked out. I know. <laughs> That would have been interesting. We should have. Oh, well. Oh, well. We can start one now. I guess we should. We should. Where are we going to write this? <laughs> Ready? Let's okay. see. Sammy knockouts. KOs. So, season, what is this? Season five. five. Episode five. Scene five. So, <laughs> Start. Okay. One. One. Good. Okay. <laughs> so Dean looks at her and she says, awesome. So we cut to Paris sharpening her nails on a knife. Oh, Sam, I hate that sound. I know. Sam and Dean wake up tied to trees. Oh, so Dean got knocked out too. Okay. Okay. So but we're still after even. Sam got knocked out. Yeah. They made a show of Sammy getting knocked out. <laughs> right. Um, Sam and Dean wake up tied to trees. Paris says, oh, I'm so glad you're awake for this. This is going to be huge. Dean says, super. I wouldn't want to miss it. Paris says, I mean, I've been stuffing myself with fast food lately, so it's nice to do the ritual right. Prepare a nice, slow meal for a change. Sam says, just like the good old days, huh? Paris says, you have no idea. People adored me. They used to throw themselves at me with smiles on their faces. Dean says, yeah, I guess these days nobody gives a flying crap about some backwoods forest god, huh? Paris says, no, not since they cut down my forest to build a Yugo plant. What is a Yugo plant? What is Yugo? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Oh, I was going to say, I meant to look it up, and then I totally didn't. I'll do that right now. Okay. Dean says, march of progress, sister. Paris says, for years now, I've been wondering, hungry, scared, scrounging for scraps. So not sexy. But then the best thing ever happened. Someone tripped the apocalypse, and I thought, what the hell? I'm tired of watching what I eat. I want to pig out. So I found this little place. It's awesome. Adoring fans stroll right into the door. Sam says, yeah, but they're not your fans. Oh, tell me. (laughs) I'm like raising my hand over here like, hello. Mm. Uh, So it's a car factory. Oh, um, okay. And it's a Yugo is the car. And I don't know. um, Is it still made? Manufactured from 1980 until 2008. Okay. By the Zestavia Company Hmm. in what is now Serbia. Okay. So some sort of, you know, European car. Okay, cool. Um, Sam says, yeah, but they're not your fans. She says, so? They worship Lincoln, Gandhi, Hilton, whatever. I'll take what I can get. Dean says, you know, I got to tell you, you are not the first god we've met, but you are the nuttiest. (laughs) Paris says, no, you, you people, you're the crazy ones. You used to worship gods, but this, this is what passes for idolatry? Celebrities? What have they got besides small dogs and spray tans? You people used to have old-time religion. Now you have Us Weekly. Dean says, I don't know. I'm more of a penthouse for a man myself. And he winks at her. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. Really? 
She looks unimpressed. She says, maybe, but there's still a lot of yummy meat on those bones, boy. Dean says, well, I hate to break it to you, sister, but uh, you can eat me. Uh, no, that's not what he says. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I hate to break it to you, sister, but you can't eat me. See, I'm not a Paris Hilton BFF. I've never even seen House of Wax. Um, so Jared Padalecki is in the movie House of Wax with Paris Hilton. Yeah. And so when he says, when Dean says, I've never seen House of Wax, the camera cuts to Sam, who just looks a little confused. <laughs> just like, huh? Yeah, he kind of he looks to the side like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> She says, no, but I can totally read your mind, Dean. I know who your hero is. Your daddy, am I right? And this belonged to him, didn't it? She goes over to the axe. Paris says, poor little Dean. All you ever wanted was to be loved by your idol. One distant father figure coming right up. Then Dean breaks free from his ropes and tackles her. Paris starts kicking Dean's ass again. (laughs) Sam breaks free from his ropes. Dean rolls Paris onto the ground, and Sam cuts her head off. But it takes, like, five axe swings. Well, I mean, an axe, assuming that it's not super, super sharp. That's true. I mean, it's going to take a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was surprised. Also superhuman. Yeah, that's true. I was surprised that it took so many, but it does seem more realistic. Yeah. So Sam's face is covered in blood. He looks at Dean on the ground. Dean says, not a word. Sam says, dude, you just got wailed on by Paris Hilton. <laughs> Dean says, shut up. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so we cut to the morning. The boys are packing up baby. Dean gets off the phone with the sheriff. He says, Danielle's going to be all right. She's sworn off the simple life. But other than that, Sam says, glad she's okay. Dean says, it gets better. Sheriff's putting out an APB on Paris Hilton. That ought to be good. <laughs> hey, listen, I was thinking about what you said yesterday about me keeping you about me keeping too tight of a leash on you. Well, maybe you're right. I mean, look, I'm not exactly Mr. Innocent in this whole mess either. You know, I did break the first seal. Sam says, you didn't know. Dean says, yeah, well, either did you. I'm not saying demon blood was a great way to go, but you did kill Lilith. (laughs) Sam says, and start the apocalypse. Dean says, which neither of us saw coming. I mean, who would have thought killing Lilith would have been a bad thing? point is i was so worried about watching your every move that i didn't see what it was actually doing to you so for that i'm sorry sam says thanks dean says so where do we go from here sam says the way i see it we got one shot at surviving this maybe i am on deck for the devil maybe the same with you and michael and maybe there's no changing that dean says well that's encouraging sam says but we can stop wringing our hands over it we got to just grab onto whatever's in front of us kick its ass and go down fighting Dean says, I can get on board with that. Sam says, okay, but we're going to have to do it on the same level. Dean says, you got it. What do you say we get the hell out of here? Sam says, hell yeah. Dean says, hey, you want to drive? Sam says, you sure? Dean says, yeah, I could use a nap. So so Sam takes the keys. (laughs) So Sam takes the keys from Dean and they drive away. End credits. Okay. I really only have a couple of thoughts. Okay. But... Okay, first one. Why are cars always girls? Why? I don't know. Even one called Little Bastard. I mean, that kind of implies a dude. You would think. But it's still a girl. Yeah, Yeah. I had that same thought. I thought that was weird. Like, but just in general, like, everybody's like, oh, you know, it's like cars are always girls for some reason. Like, what? Mm -hmm. what, I don't get it. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. What happened there? I don't know, but you're totally right. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um... Also, I totally thought when they were in that wax museum that Abe was going to, like, jump out at him. And I was sitting there, and I was getting, like, <laughs> I know. just, like, waiting for it, and then nothing ever happened. And I was like, 
Oh. I was, <laughs> I was waiting for it, too. It, was, it, looked, it, it really looked like he was going to just be like, boo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also noticed that um, when Sam was fighting with Gandhi, which is such a funny thing to say. <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. That, um, that the wax, that it was going to be the actual wax figure, like, kind of possessed by whatever. Yeah. But it wasn't. The wax figure was still there. It was just like this extra yeah. creature. Yeah. I I wasn't sure what I thought it was going to be, but I definitely, um, I wouldn't have been surprised, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Other than that, I looked up um, the fruitarian because I was like, okay, you can't survive off of fruit alone. Right. Like, so apparently it's, they eat fruit and then possibly nuts or seeds. So, like, to get a okay. little bit of protein. Yeah, you'd have but to. But still, imagine. You'd have the weirdest poops. You'd yeah. have the runs all the time. All the time. That's right. You know, yeah. Like, it would just be constant. There would never be getting, like, away from it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What was your favorite moment from this episode? I think my favorite moment was Sam and Gandhi fighting. Yeah, just it was so funny to see Gandhi because he would like crouch low and do that like side stepping. You know what I mean? Like a crab. Yeah, yeah, it was like a crab or like or like a a belly dancer rocking back and forth, doing little hand pinchers. Yeah, I just thought that was so funny looking. Yeah. So, what was your favorite moment? Um, I you know. Most of them aren't all that funny, but they're still kind of, like, my favorites. The one was Your Ultimate Hero, where not only was a short man in diapers, but he was fruitarian. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, I mean, they are pretty opposite, so I thought it was kind of funny. And then, you know, four score and seven years ago, I had a funny hat. (laughs) (laughs) That was ridiculous. It was so stupid, but also, like, that's the sort of humor that I like. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you're dumb. I like it. Yeah. And then the, uh, you know, the part where he's like, are you in a bar? No, I'm in a restaurant. Here's your beer. That happens to have a bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, none of them, like, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really have, like, a true favorite moment, like, something that I loved happening. It was yeah. just kind of like, these were kind of funny. Yeah, I've only seen this episode one time before, I think. I've never really deemed it, like, great enough to rewatch. Yeah. So it was kind of like watching a, a whole new episode because, yeah. you know, I just watched it the one time. Yeah. I vaguely remembered the whole Paris Hilton bit, mm-hmm. but like the rest of it, I didn't really like none of that. Yeah. Really I know there's familiar. there's an episode. This is not really a spoiler, but there's an episode that Snooki is in sometime in the future. Uh, and I was really confusing the two of them. Like what I thought was this episode is really like that episode and vice versa. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I, yeah. So anyway. Well. I mean... Wait, did Snooki already show up in an episode? Didn't we already do the Snooki thing? She was like a demon or something? I don't remember. I can't even remember now. I know what it is that she is. I don't think we've seen her yet, though. Okay. We haven't seen her. Okay. She... At least that I remember. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I feel like I don't think it's giving it. anything away to say what she is, though. Okay, well, what is... She's a crossroads demon. Okay. For, like, I feel like maybe bit. we did do that episode already. I don't remember. <laughs> it's gonna fuck Like, me. I remember it. I remember seeing the scene, but I don't remember if it's already happened in the podcast or yeah. if it's, like, just me remembering it from watching it. Yeah. I'll Google it later. I don't know what's going oh, balls. on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Aw. Oh, balls. 
Okay. These are interesting facts. Yep. Okay, so interesting facts from the episode. Um, it says the Green Dragon Inn is a tavern from J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. Let's try it. Which I didn't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't, or I don't remember that being from. But it's been a long time since I've read The Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. or watched any of the movies. I remember like the Pony Inn or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's it. <laughs> Same. Yeah. yeah. Um, it says, Dean introduces himself and Sam as agents Bonham and Copeland. Uh, both are the last names of drummers. John Bonham was the drummer for Led Zeppelin, and Stuart Copeland was the drummer for the police. Okay. Um, while investigating the car, Sam wonders if it's like Christine. Uh, Christine is a Stephen King novel movie about an, or novel slash movie about an evil car come to life. Um... Sam's question, so how long am I going to be on double secret probation, references National Lampoon's Animal House, which I have never, seen that. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of the National Lampoon things, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, towards the end of the episode, Dean says, where do we go from here? Um, this line was used in the 1973 song, Rock On. This song also mentions James Dean, one of the famous people Leshy takes the form of. Mm-hmm. One of the famous people, the Leshy, takes the form of. I was like, this, what? Something's not right. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, apparently, I'm turning into the grammar police. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, the motel the boys stay in is the Night Owl, uh, the same motel featured in, um, I'm guessing, episode, oh yeah, episode 622, uh, The Man Who Knew Too Much, um, when Sam is trapped inside his own head. Uh the character who finds James Dean's car, Little Bastard, is called Cal. Um, James Dean played Cal in East of Eden in 1955, which I... Okay, I've never seen that. Never seen of, or seen it or heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the episode, Sam and Dean are leaving their motel and appear to be parked in the same spot that was used for a scene in uh, the 2009 movie by the Twisted Sisters, Jen Sylvia Sosk. Soska? Soska? Um, dead hooker in a trunk. Oh my. Uh, shot art the 2400 court and motel in Vancouver. That's a long run on sentence. Mm-hmm. That's like a whole paragraph is one sentence. So if you got that, good for you, because I didn't. Yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Uh, says the wax museum's curator states that every famous wax figure has an original item from the real person portrayed. Um, Abe Lincoln's stovepipe hat, uh, Gandhi's bifocals, etc., etc., and even states that he is wearing the Fonz's leather jacket, um, which is incorrect as the Fonz's leather jacket res- uh, resides on display in the Smithsonian Museum. Okay, but like that's assuming that supernatural world is real. Like, yes, it's incorrect because none right. of this exists. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> I, whatever, it's fine. Um, it says the Fonz had a few different um, jackets. The Smithsonian has his brown leather jacket, but the Fonz did wear a black one like the curator is shown wearing. So that, um, so what he said might be true. Or it's not because none of it is real. Right, exactly. Like, ah, it's fine. Um, <clears throat> it says Dean tells Paris that, or quote unquote Paris, that he's never even seen House of Wax, referring to the 2005 movie that starred both Paris Hilton and Jared Padalecki. Um, among the numerous House of Wax references, not only do Jared Padalecki and Paris Hilton end up on opposite sides of conflict, uh, Padalecki even kills Hilton in the episode with a fatal head wound, just like in Wax, um, decapitated in this episode, stabbed through the head in Wax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at the end of the episode, Dean gets off the phone with the sheriff and says that Danielle has sworn off the simple life, referring to the TV reality show that starred Paris Hilton. I didn't get that. Oh, really? I knew she was in a reality show, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was called. Yep. <laughs> this is not when I was 
allowed to uh, watch any of that sort of stuff. Also, growing up, we had channels like 1 through 30, so most of them were like news channels and PBS. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't have cable either. Yeah, we had like the Hallmark Channel. That's nice. Like Fox and that Mm -hmm. like is the basic cable. Yeah. I think, but uh, where was I? Oh. Um, not only are the victims killed by the famous people they admire, um, they are killed in much the same way that those people themselves were killed. Um, Cal's friend hears the sound of a car crash and finds himself impaled on the windshield, uh, much like James Dean was killed in a car crash. Professor Hill is killed by a gunshot to the head, um, the same as Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Which, and then, well, I guess Gandhi didn't end up killing anybody, so. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. I was like, well, but what about him? But he was trying to take bites out of Sam. He was trying to eat Sam. Listen, if I went that long only eating fruits and nuts, I would want some meat too. <laughs> Maybe not people meat, but still, you know, right, right. It'd, be, it'd be a bit of a thing. Um, so, as makes sense, our research is about Little Bastard yep. <laughs> this week. Um, and this is off of Jalo Nick. Dot com. It's J-A-L-O-P-N-I-K. Okay. Um, and it's The Curse of James Dean's Little Bastard. It says, when we think of the Porsche uh, 550 Spider, the, uh, the first thing that comes into mind is James Dean. We suggest you stop thinking about it if you enjoy your health. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) Since James Dean's death in 1955, the Porsche 550 uh, Spider has become... Why am I having such a hard time reading right now? The Porsche 550 Spider has become infamous as infamous as the car that killed him. (laughs) It's okay. Listen. Whatever, it's fine. Um, As young jalops, we watched an Unsolved Mysteries episode on the curse of James Dean's uh, Porsche. Um, These stories not only made the famous car seem like more or seem more like Christine than Porsche, they downright scared us. We decided to share some of the stories with you. Read on if you dare. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) It's like, Mufasa. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) Mufasa. (laughs) 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 Anyways. Um, while filming Rebel Without a Cause, uh, James Dean had upgraded from the 356 to the 550 Spider and decided that he wanted to make it uniquely his. Dean called upon George Barris of Movie Car Fame to customize the Porsche. He gave it tartan seats, uh, two red stripes over the rear wheels, and plastered the number 130 on its doors, hood, and engine cover. The name Little Bastard was given by Dean language... What? By Dean's language coach. This is full of, like, grammatical and spelling errors. Oh, Let me just say that right okay. now. I mean, not it's not terrible, but, like, enough to where if I'm reading it and I just can't do it, it's I'm trying to autocorrect in my head before it comes out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> um, um, the name Little Bastard was given by Dean's language coach, Bill Hickman, and was later painted on the car by master pinstriper Dean Jeffries. On September 23rd of 1955, Dean met actor Alec Guinness, um, who played Obi-Wan Kabobi, which I'm guessing they meant Kenobi. Oh, no. <laughs> Outside of a restaurant and had him take a look at the spider. Um, Guinness told Dean that the car had a sinister appearance and then told Dean, if you get in that car, you'll be found dead in it by this time next week. Uh, seven days later, Dean would be killed in his beloved little bastard. Um, cue the Unsolved Mysteries theme song. Which, I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's supposed to be creepy. (laughs) Um, 
It says that little bastard not only killed uh, James Dean, but killed and maimed others who came in contact with it while causing or with it, causing many to say that the damn thing was cursed. Uh, George Barris, who customized the 550 originally, bought the wrecked carcass of Little Bastard for $2,500, and soon after it slipped off its trailer and broke a mechanic's leg. <laughs> uh. um, not long after Barris sold the engine and drivetrain to Troy McHenry and William Eskrid, I think. Um, not long after Barris sold the... Okay, this is... Anyways... We'll keep going. Uh, while the two were both racing against one another in cars that had parts from the little bastard, McHenry lost control and hit a tree, killing him instantly, and Eskrid was seriously injured when his car suddenly locked up and rolled over while going into a turn. Barris still had two tires from the 550, which were untouched in Dean's accident. He sold them, and not long after, both blew out simultaneously, simultaneously causing the new owner's car to run off the road. Um, Barris had kept the car in his possession, sans the sold parts, and caught the and it caught the attention of two would-be thieves. Uh, one of the thieves' arms was torn open trying to steal the steering wheel, while the other was injured trying to remove the blood-stained tartan seat. Like, yeah. how do you... I want to know, okay, is injured trying to remove the seat. So, like, did that mean he got cut? Did that mean, like, you know, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, he stubbed a toe. The things that we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I know he stubbed his toe and swore a lot. <laughs> um, due to all the incidents involving Little Bastard, um, Barris decided to hide the car, but was convinced by the California Highway Patrol to lend the cursed heap to a highway safety exhibit. Uh, the first exhibit was unsuccessful as the garage that housed the car caught fire and burned to the ground. Um, mysteriously, the car suffered virtually no damage from the fire. Uh, the next exhibition at a local high school ended abruptly when the car fell off its display and broke a nearby student's hip. Jeez. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would just, you know, kill it with fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the curse continued when the little bastard was being transported uh, when the truck carrying the car lost control, which caused the driver to fall out and somehow get crushed by the car after it fell off the back. Oh, my God. That's right. Jeez. Uh, the car fell off two more transport trucks while traveling on the freeway, fortunately not injuring anyone. Uh, the CHP decided that it had been enough, or that it had enough of the little bastard, and while transporting the car to Barris, the car mysteriously vanished and has not been seen since. They're like, we're done with you. We're sick mm -hmm. of it. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it says there are stories of a single piece of Little Bastard residing at the Historic Auto Attractions Museum in Illinois, but we're not brave enough to find out. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I listened to a whole podcast episode, so it was about, it was like half an hour's worth of information on that. Yeah. Um, and went to a lot more detail than what you just read. Yeah. But, um, um, uh, but yeah, it's, it's rumored to supposedly rest behind a wall in Snohomish County, Washington. Hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, and it might be the whole car, but definitely it sounds like a part of it mm -hmm. is in Illinois, while the rest of the car right. maybe is in Snohomish. Yeah. Or Snohomish County, I guess. Right. Because there is a town called Snohomish. Right, in Snohomish County. Snohomish County. That's right. Um, yeah. Either way, you know, I'm not too interested in finding out. Yeah. <laughs> like, well. Good car. They're there. I know. <laughs> don't look at me, and I won't look at you. Yeah, please don't run me over. Right. <laughs> well, what was your idiot or aspect moment? So, my idiot moment has been all day today, I have not been able to speak English. Like, <laughs> I have been struggling oh. more than what I normally do. 
I just don't even know. I'm pretty sure like all of my clients today thought I was insane because I'd be trying to like tell them something and I'd just like stall out in the middle of a sentence and be like, okay, the word I'm looking for is you know like, I'm like that happens to okay. me sometimes I mean English I have Rochelle you know yeah, I have days like that too yeah I'm just like I should just give up talking because I can't do it I mean and it happens a fair amount to me but like today it happened four times Jeez. in one of my sessions oh, like an hour-long session it's not even like oh this was an hour and a half or two hour session this was like within an hour I like completely stalled out brain dead four times you know? <laughs> it's not okay oh, no it's not funny I'm sorry I'm no laughing. it is funny but it's just kind of like okay it's it's funny but also kind of pathetic it's not pathetic <laughs> it kind of is I don't I don't I wouldn't call it pathetic I'm okay with it being pathetic like it doesn't bother me but it is ridiculous yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what was your idiot or asset moment from the today Okay, well, this happened to me on Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah? Um, I, Eric, uh, had the day off, and we were uh, spending the day watching um, the 10 episodes on Netflix of the new show Lock and Key, which is mm-hmm. um, which is a show made after the graphic novels written by Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son. So we have all oh, those books. Hmm. Yeah, we've ha- we so have all those books. creepy bo- or no? Yes, it okay. is creepy. It's pretty dark and pretty graphic, but the main storyline is told, f- like, from kids' point of views, hmm. like two teenagers and one, like, elementary school age kid you know so so there is that element of it too kind Mm -hmm. of like kids eyes you know yeah um so really really good like I said we have all the graphic novels Mm -hmm. and um it's creepy and scary and awesome (laughs) really really it's very original Mm -hmm. um ideas um but so we do that and then at one point um they play that song I don't know who sings it, but it goes, I saw the part of you that only when you're older you will see, too. You know that song? Mm-mm. Well, okay. But a lot of the songs, apparently, that you uh, know, I don't know. So it's, it's a song that's on the radio currently, but it was it had just, like, started playing on the radio mm-hmm. um, back when my cousin was dying in hospice. Mm-hmm. And I kept, you know, I drive all the way up to um, Everett mm-hmm. every day to see her in hospice. And it, so it played on the radio a lot. So that song mm-hmm. reminds me of her. The lyrics mm-hmm. don't really, um, you know, sound like, like the lyrics don't remind me of her exactly. Yeah. But the it's song just like in general. that it happened at that time. Yeah. Like every time it's like, oh, you get yeah. sent back to that time. Yeah. That, so then know. all of a sudden I was kind of in that mind space. And uh-huh. like Eric started singing the song with it. Uh-huh. And I realized I was like frowning at him while he sings, which is not, <laughs> not usually what happens. Well, you stop it. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I hate this song. And he was like, oh, uh-huh. OK. And I was like, it reminds me of my cousin. And then I burst into tears. And he was like, oh, OK. Yeah. And then I just never recovered. Yeah. We watched all of the episodes and it was really great. And then um. We went upstairs because, like, we put Killian to bed, and I was like slow leaking. My face was like, <laughs> slowly leaking from all of its face holes. You know, <laughs> so so I'm laying in bed and I'm trying to like. I think I took a I took a tranquilizer yeah. so that I to try and like stop 
you know, yeah, it was like calm down a little. Yeah, because I was just, I was just really sad, and mm-hmm. and I took a tranquilizer, and then Erica's like, you know, I'm just gonna hold you and mm-hmm. be sweet to you, mm-hmm. and it just was making it so much worse. Well, yeah, because sometimes you just have to like calm yourself down, and then if somebody else like, because you, it's like if somebody else feels bad for you, then you just like, ah, yeah, that's like, exactly like- what's happening. <laughs> and I was, I had told him earlier, like, no, you can't play video games today. It's Valentine's Day, <laughs> and so I finally was like, can you? just go play video games <laughs> please go away yeah also happy valentine's day i know exactly so <laughs> and so i ended up i had to take two tranquilizers just to chill the fuck out and yeah. i realized like i was just crying about death in general yeah you know what i mean yeah. just like everybody's gonna die <laughs> at some point yes. you're gonna die <laughs> i'm gonna die yeah. like you know it's yeah. just like this is so romantic. This is exactly <laughs> how I wanted to spend my Valentine's Day. Everybody's gonna die. Yeah, so I have this pretty big itch. But you know what? Two tranquilizers later, I finally chilled out. There you go. Yeah, and Eric wanted to play video games anyways. Yeah. And we we're in the same room, so it's not like we weren't hanging out. Yeah. You know? It's just like, you know, we're just kind of yeah. existing together, but uh, not necessarily right next to each other, which is fine. You don't right. have to be right next to each other all the time. So, I just <laughs> felt like a great bigot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, sometimes our emotions get the better of us. Man, yeah. <laughs> I, You know, I hear that song on the radio still, and it doesn't put me in that quite of a fuck. It reminds me of my cousin. And, and that <laughs> it time. Sounded, it didn't say it like it said oh, funk. Oh, I said funk. <laughs> 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 oh, it's fine. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that was my that was my moment. <laughs> and it was bad. Well, I mean, it, it was a good five hours. Oh, that, I mean, that's that's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> it's, from the way he said, it was only like you know, no, an hour. Or no, two, maybe. yeah. I mean, I mean, it felt like five hours. Yeah. Maybe it was only three. I don't know. It's a, <laughs> a, a lot. It's a lot of crying. Time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that happened. That's <laughs> oh, fine. I mean, you know, that's life sometimes. It I just kind of like kicks you in your butt. <laughs> I just wish it didn't happen on, you know, the most romantic holiday of the year. Right. Okay, but let's be honest. Valentine's Day is pretty much just an excuse for people to sell cheap cards and chocolate. Maybe, but I like cheap cards and chocolate, you know? See, I could care less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't want anyone to feel, like, entitled, like, they have oh, to no. do it. But, yeah. you know, it's a day that we, we spend together, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. cuddling and mm-hmm. doing something we both like, like watching a TV show. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah. For me, I'm, like, I want to spend time, but, like, and, you know, it'd be nice to get a card or something. But to me, like, I don't really like chocolate, so who cares? Oh, yeah. Flowers are just going to die in a week. So oh, it's yeah. Like, mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, whatever. And, yeah, I think I think I gave him a card, but I don't think I got a card. But he made me, you know, food that I wanted to eat. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? So yeah. we don't really. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's really not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His mom sent us this great big box of uh, stuff for all of us. So we each got a box of chocolates mm-hmm. and our own cards. And she sent me a bunch of a bunch of shirts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. I was, I was totally surprised by how how much she sent me yeah. <laughs> I was like I called her yeah we called her and we were just like thank you <laughs> yeah thank you thank you <laughs> so Killian loves it yeah being able to open up a huge package you know oh, yeah yeah I mean it's fun for everybody oh yeah it's cool <laughs> it was pretty cool yeah so thank you so much for listening to our podcast I think I just said podcast podcast is fine podcast whatever we have a podcast now <laughs> you can email us at idgits and aspects podcast at gmail.com the word and is spelled out or visit our facebook page idgits and aspects a supernatural podcast thanks again thank you